Hi guys, today I want to answer a question that is, should you raise with equity or convertible debt or convertible loan, the way, you, uh, whatever way you prefer to call it. Uh, so today I want to discuss uh, some of the advantages or disadvantages and myth about, about convertible loans and give my opinion on that. Uh, keep in mind that this is an opinion from a person who actually used convertible debt. Uh, we uh, use it for our company. So I have first-hand experience and I, I have to say, like I got to see what well, the market, especially at least in Europe and in the Netherlands or the UK, thinks about convertible debt. And uh, I will share that in this video today. So the reason why I'm covering this topic today is because I just read an article from one of my favorite bloggers. Uh, she's a girl, uh, part of Avant Startups in New York City, and she made an article as an answer to one of the comments she received from uh, one of her readers, and. Um, she listed pros and cons of convertible debt, uh, more indulging on the on the pros than on the pros probably. But uh, overall, she was uh, quite positive about the usage of convertible debt for uh, for companies that didn't raise before. Uh, so for you know the first uh, capital you get in. Uh, while I have to say that I really do not agree with that. Uh, so today I want to kind of uh, work through the. Um, Think she listed and offer my opinion on that. So, the first the first thing that I noticed is that uh, among the advantages that she listed, there were two that really uh, caught my eye. And the first is the immediacy that convertible debt offers. Uh, is it true? It's true that issuing a convertible debt is quick and immediate. Why? Because you do not need the approval of a notary, so you can just issue a contract and. You know, the guy signs a contract, the investor signs a contract, and you get the money in, right? So it's a very, very good way to uh, to cash in. And in most cases, at least uh, in the States, they are not part of a round, so they're just issued as the time goes by, right? So you come across an investor who says, okay, I'm, interest, I'm interested, and you can just enter as an investor with a convertible debt buy, and you can get the cash in tomorrow, probably, right? So it is true that they're immediate, but it's also very hard to find that one investor that just takes that once a leap of faith initially without knowing whether other investors will will jump in and probably knowing very well that your company needs more than what is willing to invest right so in my experience it's very tr it's very difficult to just issue convertible debt like uh, without being part of a round because anyway there is a very high risk that you know their money will, uh, you know, maybe wasted, maybe wasted because you need much more than what they are offering, right? So and it's something that investors know. So when they are part of a round, then the immediacy is kind of lost because most investors will not invest unless everybody else commits and you reach your your funding goal. So the immediacy is, yeah, it's kind of lost and uh, it makes less sense than to issue convertible debt. The other key aspect of convertible debt is that it's cheap uh, in terms of legal costs. And this is also true, why? Because you are issuing a, a contract that does not need the approval of a notary. Uh, so once you have a template and you agree on the terms, you know, like you're just like a capital, uh, the investment that they put in, etc. Uh, maybe the maturity, other things, it's good to go, right? Uh, there, you know, there is a security involved, which is un the underlying stocks, but you are not issuing the stocks right now. so. Uh, you set cost on the notary. Um, this is yeah, this is absolutely true, 
unless you really have shareholders so it's, it's the company is comprised of more than you and your co-founders in which case you will probably need the approval of the rest of the shareholders to issue a security because convertible debt is a security that has implications on the ownership of the company right uh, being an hybrid kind of security because it converts you do need their approval and that can be uh, that can be expensive because they may that may need a, an approval from a, from a, a certification from a notary and also uh, loses uh, the immediacy that I mentioned in the, in the previous in the previous uh, example the way uh, convertible that was presented in this article and the way it probably is perceived also in the states is that it's a very very quick tool uh, to support and facilitate what is the what's the instinctive uh, nature of investors in the states right so just see a company they want to you know be in they don't think it through and this is a very good way to you know skip all the intermediate steps like you know some of your uh, your financials you know what's the valuation blah 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 uh, lawyers so it can be like a good way to you know just to get investors on board if they want to be on board but my gut feeling says that this is more like a uh, feature of the American culture and it can be at least I've experienced differently in Europe um, it can be as immediate and as instinctive um, as in America on online platforms there are platforms that facilitate the fundraising for, uh, for startups in the form of convertible debt that can well be a scenario very similar to uh, what you can read about in the States but when it's offline my experience says that uh, it's just not as instinctive as uh, you know it, it's supposed to be and therefore is not as quick as, as maybe it wants the convertible that can be and therefore there is no incentive to use it now let me add uh, something on top of that article uh, by adding the disadvantages that you came uh, you, you can uh, encounter by uh, issuing convertible debt and the first of all is that at least in Europe they are less common they're getting there true but why in the States they started to pick up in uh, 2009-2010 when Y Combinator introduced them with Paul Graham right in Europe they are coming now so you may have investors that are not familiar with that or they're not really comfortable with that at least that's what I heard a few times uh, as well as you may have more difficulties in finding uh, legal firms that are uh, able to to offer to offer you that and I have some very good experiences uh, also here in the Netherlands of very renovated legal firms that um, that uh, were not familiar with that. Uh, fortunately, this was not the case for for ours uh, because we were lucky, maybe. Uh, but I do know that it's not as common as it may uh, be or, or as you may expect to be uh, in Europe. And I would add that it's probably even less common outside Europe. The other uh, the other aspect that it's quite important to mention is that convertible debt it's a type of hybrid security, as I said in another video. And when it converts, it may have some terrible uh, effects and, and a terrible impact on your cap table as a founder, right? Uh, convertible debt can come with uh, terms like the cap, the discount, the interest rate, blah, blah, blah. What this all do is um, kind of making it difficult for you as a founder, but also for, for investors to know what's going to happen when you're going to raise your next funding round and that round is going to be priced, meaning that there's going to be a valuation and at that point it triggers all the conversion event that is part of any convertible debt uh, and 
the convertible uh, debt holders will become shareholders. It may well be the case that investors that stepped in okay early on, so they took the leap of faith with convertible debt, will get a much larger stake than initially uh, expected, or even um, large compared to the stake that the new investor is taking at this point with a price round. Right. So that can also create like some com some conflicts, you know, some uh, difficulties um, when you know when especially VCs or other kind of investors do not feel comfortable comfortable with uh, the conversion terms, right? It's true that most investors will tell you that that don't matter if uh, if they want to invest in the company, they're gonna work around that. But still, it can uh, make things slower and uh, get things more complicated. Bottom line, and complexity will also determine that the legal costs. Uh, for the moment where they convert and you're gonna have a, a price round are gonna be simply higher. So as much as you skip them maybe in you know initially with the uh, with the convertible debt agreement, you're now gonna kind of pay the consequences if you want. Um, and again, the structure can be so complicated that sometimes even, even lawyers uh, can have difficulties. So, you know, it's something that may give you know, make uh, could make feel uh, investors uncomfortable, and you don't want to have that, right? So, that could be one of the complications uh, next to the legal costs. Finally, there's another aspect that it was also mentioned in the article that um, that, that I read. Uh, it says that investors that buy into convertible debt may feel detached from the company, and this is also because probably their decision was instinctive, right? So it was quick, and they don't. They didn't like sweat their way into the company, right? Because they didn't went, uh, go through the negotiation. You didn't really maybe uh, have to talk to them that much. Uh, this can create like just detachment from the company. Maybe they invested even like an, a, a little sum for for their budget. So um, if you are an early stage company, I, I truly believe that you know sometimes it's worth waiting to find the right investor that really believes in what you're doing because you're gonna go through a lot. Uh, a lot of troubles, uh, no matter what, plans hardly work out. Sometimes they, they uh, go for the worse. In some cases, it goes for, they go for the better. And I mean, this is what we all hope for. But in any case, you're gonna need a sparing partner to discuss critical matters with. And as much as you have your co-founders, you also wanna have a more informed decision of your angel or group of angels. Um, so maybe sometime, sometimes the, the weight is worth worth it right and uh this is something that you may well consider for for your own company because at the end of the day you're going to live with the, with this company for you know many years to come probably till exit uh make sure you also like the people you work with and the final part of this video i want to talk about uh the myth about convertible debt that is that is not priced Convertible debt are not priced, and they skip the problem of negotiating valuation at such an early stage. Um, I'm sorry to say that, but this is bullshit. There are, and there's a very simple reason for that. Uh, so convertible debt counts with a cap. If they, it doesn't, because it's a contract, so you can decide all the terms, but if it doesn't come with a cap, then we're talking about full investors. As simple as that. Why? Because it means that the investors will convert the investors that are taking the leap of faith today will convert you know in the uh, at the next price round at whatever valuation that uh, invest investor will pay so assuming that 
you have an angel that invests a little sum of money today and two years time you raise capital from a VC firm, that investor will convert at the same valuation as the VC firm that has much deeper pockets. This is extremely, uh, I can say, it doesn't bring any advantage basically to to the to investor that believed in you in the early days, right? And it's not even your best interest as, an, as, as a founder to do that. So I would really avoid that and that's why I'm talking about full, full, uh, full investors. On the other hand, so if you do have a cap, well, that cap is other is nothing else that um, the maximum valuation that those group of investors or uh, the, that one, whatever it is, is willing to pay at that point in time for your company, right? Giving you some slack of time for uh, to get to the next round. So they're already thinking, okay, okay, what is the maximum valuation I'm willing to pay, right? So you're gonna talk about valuation anyway. And what I'm saying is, if they're willing to think about the maximum valuation they're willing to take, why wouldn't you address the, the, the topic of what is the minimum valuation you would pay for and do like a price round, right? So I'm not just saying this because it's, um, you know, it's in, in, in the interest of our business because of what we do, but for a simple reason that I do not understand why people would try to, to, you know, run away from negotiating the valuation with an investor. You know, negotiation is good. Negotiation is good because it helps you to get the feeling of the other person. If you can negotiate hard with a person and still do business with him, her, then you know it's a good business relationship. You know, and that happens also in the workplace, right? If you can talk with, you know, very openly with, with your colleagues, then you know you're a productive team. So I do not really understand why we wanna, like at all costs, avoid like to discuss about capital and money. Because we all are, are in the end of the day anyway. So I really I really struggle to understand why you would not do a price round and my, my bottom, and the bottom line of my discussion is you're anyway doing that, even with a convertible debt. So just keep that in mind, it's not, uh, it's not like a magic wand, it's not that you're gonna uh, forget about valuation or even mention that. It's still gonna be part of the process and later on, it can actually backfire when they're gonna convert uh, at a cap plus the discount, et cetera, et cetera, right? So if you wanna have a feeling of uh, what it means to have a convertible debt and what it, it would imply on your cap table, you can use the convertible debt calculator that we made a few months ago and it's available here in the description of the video uh, where you can also see, you can see a what it would happen with some of the terms that you are about to to negotiate etc. And also you can see down below if you scroll down, you can see the most used terms based on the usage of that convertible by other visitors to our to the same page, right? So it's quite interesting. Uh, it was fun for us doing it, and um, I would say we got like great feedback on that. So um, I hope this helps you guys. Um, if you have any comment. Uh, feel free to share. Um, in this case, I went a little bit more uh, with my opinion, um, but you know, bottom line, you can choose whatever uh, security you feel more, the most comfortable with, whatever suits your case. Uh, just keep in mind that, yeah, uh, the truth is that in both cases, you're gonna have to negotiate and there are gonna be things uh, to talk about with your investors. Uh, so just be ready for that. I'll see you in the next video.